the way I look at most things is like brushing your teeth. You just got to do it. Mm-hmm. Why do you, do you, do you have an opinion about brushing your teeth? No, you don't. You wake up, you brush your teeth. You, you know, if you, before you go to bed, you brush your teeth. If you're diligent after meals, you brush your teeth and it's just something you do. Why are you thinking about it? Why are you liking it or not liking it? It just got to be done. So do it. (laughs) As a business professional, you want to eliminate friction in your business and life and be in control of your daily results to see progress in achieving your goals. Being productive is a continuous improvement process that everybody struggles with in one way or another. Welcome to the Productivity Mastery Method podcast. I'm your host, Chris Nixon, and I'm a productivity consultant. Every week, I'll share tips, insights, and interviews with guest experts that will help you think critically so you can take actionable steps to be more productive. Now that we've got this out of the way, let's dive into the episode. Okay, I'd like to invite you to share your name and a bit about what you do. Well, hello, Chris. Um, my name's Thomas. I'm with Coyote Inc. We're a marketing and design studio here in Toronto. We help small business owners with their marketing and design needs. Ah, fellow Canadian. Yes. Thomas, as we discussed earlier, I like to talk about different productivity systems and understanding that different productivity tactics work for different people. Tell us about your journey with productivity and what works for you and uh, helps you be successful in your business. My journey with productivity has probably been a little bit longer than others. Um, I used to be a productivity junkie of sorts. I was one of those people who needed that zero inbox uh, when it came to emails for work. And that caused me to work very long hours at times. And so um, I also, because of that, or partly because of that, uh, did end up with uh, fibromyalgia, and so I needed to find a way to balance my life a little bit more. And so I started playing around with different different things, and eventually settled on a system that I'm using right now. Wow! So, so do you think there was a direct link then from between stress and the fibromyalgia? Definitely. Um, the with fibromyalgia, there's generally a trigger of sorts, and there was a point in my life when there was a lot going on, and um, and definitely a stressful time at work, and so I think that that's probably when that started. Uh-huh. So, so tell me what what do you suppose led you to the the thought that you needed the inbox zero, and you know what did that look like for you at the time? Again, just wanting to be productive and reading the articles du jour at the time, um, that was what the article said successful people were doing. So Uh I figured, you know what, that's that's what I needed to do. And as well, um, a lot of it was customer and client related emails. So um, wanting to keep clients happy, wanting to keep customers happy, I wanted to make sure that um, that everything that they had questions for, you know, concerns about was, you know, was answered. Um, although part of part of it started getting a little silly because they would send a question, okay, fine, and I'd respond quickly. But then it's like they want to know, they have a follow-up question, and then I feel the need to respond quickly 
And then by the end of it, it's just why am I sitting here having a conversation via email with a customer when I can just pick up the phone? Yeah, and it it almost be, become uh, subservient to that that email conversation that just builds and keeps building and building, doesn't it? That's why they called it a crackberry. <laughs> <laughs> right, I remember those days. Okay, yeah. so uh, bring us to the the current time now. What is it that uh, you do around productivity to be successful? So, I combine. I use and I I combined a couple of things. So. Um, I am on the Google ecosystem, so I am going to say Siri so that I don't trigger any um, any of my speakers. Um, so what I've done is on Google, I've set up something called a repository list in Google Notes, and that's pretty much a brain dump. So because I am on that ecosystem, um, I have it on my phone. I have it on, you know, I, I can use uh, my browser. I can use the smart speakers. So anytime I have, I remember that I have something that I need to be, that needs to be done. I can just say, again, I'm using Siri here, so I don't trigger speakers. I can just say, hey, Siri, add item to repository list. And I can add, you know, very quickly add simple instructions uh, for things that need to be done. And so it doesn't matter if I'm just about to lie down for bed or if I'm driving and I don't use to need to type if I'm out doing groceries with my my wife or what have you, and you know I have my phone with me, so pretty much, I would say ninety percent of my day, I have access to this list that I can just add to, and what I and then my entire business life, I'm using a scheduling service called Calendar Hero, and so everything gets put on my Google Calendar, and so. Everything is there on that one page, the calendar and then the notes on the sidebar. And then every morning, um, I have an ink tablet that I transcribe everything to. So that writing process also helps me to remember. And so I transcribe everything onto the tablet. And so I, I work off of that. Wonderful. So one of the things that I, I've... Uh discovered and help clients with is the concept of getting things out of your brain when you think of them because the brain takes a lot of energy more than we realize and if we're thinking about the same thing over and over again we're essentially just burning energy over and over again it's like driving in circles in your driveway uh wasting energy right so when you have a thought yeah. if you can get it out of that system uh or get it into a system that's trusted this is what you're describing with your repository uh-huh so so how how did you discover that that was important for you to get stuff out of your brain right away? Um very important because over the years I've been and and this is also one of the reasons why I wanted that zero inbox as well because I'm 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 very I'm very forgetful. Um and I, you know, I'm quite scatterbrained and I forget things the moment I turn around and do something else. And so it was affecting how I work. Uh, right. Having having completed those emails and having that zero inbox means that I'm not taking anything outside of the office then and or or um, I'm not carrying anything after I put my phone down or, you know, putting the Blackberry down. And so um, that was one of the reasons why I was doing that. But again, if 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 I'm if it's not in front of me and I'm not looking directly at it, I've forgotten it. 
And so, you know, when it comes to not just work stuff, but again, with family stuff as well, it gets in the way because I keep forgetting things. And it's not that I'm, you know, trying to be, I'm not trying to procrastinate. It's just, I forget. Um, and so uh, having that repository there means that if I have that thought at that moment, putting it there into the repository as a brain dump, then I don't have to worry about forgetting it. And I don't have to feel guilty that I've forgotten to do something for somebody. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned then there's the calendar and then there's the daily tablet. So how does that uh, repository translate to uh, the daily tablet? So I used to carry around multiple notebooks because I wear different hats. And so um, for a while I was trying to use the physical notebooks because I do find the process of writing things down to be helpful. Mm -hmm. um, the physical act of actually scrawling letters onto paper did help. Um, but, uh, you know, I having different hats in your life, you end up having if you put everything in one notebook you're 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 flipping back and forth back and forth back and forth flipping here flipping there and you end up spending more time flipping 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 than actually getting things done so i ended up using multiple notebooks but then that means i have to carry multiple notebooks and that gets heavy and if i'm using only one note if i'm carrying only one notebook and i have a thought for a different purpose then it's like, oh, crap, I don't have that notebook with me. And then, again, you end up with the same issue of not being able to have that brain dump, not being able to put things down. So what I ended up doing is I got myself an e-ink tablet. Um, so I have multiple notebooks in there. So not only is it searchable, and so when I do need to go into that notebook, I can easily find what I'm looking for because of that. And then I'm only carrying around one notebook now, and it happens to be digital. And because it's e-ink, I don't have to worry that much about um, it running out of batteries because it's e-ink. It doesn't take that much battery. Like, you know, one charge will last me once, two weeks. Really? That's fascinating. So uh, do you still get the the tactile benefits of handwriting on the tablet? Yeah. So yeah, because it's a because it's a tablet. There's a there's a pen that I use um, for it. Um, I've gotten one that is actually um, not a stylus type pen, but it's actually like a pen. Uh -huh. So it's shaped like a pen. It feels like a pen. So when I'm writing it, it kind of tricks my brain into thinking that it is a pen. Um, and so I use that to to. Uh, to to write to transcribe my my daily my daily things that I need to do my and my uh, and and my schedule onto it every morning first thing I do when I get to work for for work um, I set the notebooks up per month and so at the first day of every month um, I turn the old month into a PDF so that that can be that can be easily searchable as well. So it's, it's archived somewhere safe that yeah. you can access yeah. when you need it, but it's not in your face, uh, distracting you from what's uh, important today. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you determine then what goes from the repository onto the tablet for the day? Um, just 
you know, number one is going to be my uh, my schedule for the day. Uh, so if I see that I have windows that I've set apart, that I've set aside. Um, so if today that my window, there's like three hours, then I start thinking, okay, what are the, in, within three hours, what do I think I can get done? Okay. And so I transcribe the items in, you know, level of importance, um, onto the list of things that I want to tackle today. And we mentioned that I had fibromyalgia, so I don't, I try not to overdo it. Right. And it's just, okay, what it, what do I absolutely need to do today? What do I, what should I get done today? And what would I like to get done today? And then it's looking at those kinds of priorities and saying, okay, well, that one doesn't need to be done today. I will leave that in the repository and I will deal with that tomorrow and being okay with that. Yeah. I imagine you have good days and bad days. And yeah. you, do you have some sort of an indication in the morning, like this is going to be a good day or this isn't, and you're able to calibrate, or do you have to calibrate throughout the day as you experience it? For me, I've been fortunate. Um, mostly my flare-ups have been fairly mild. Uh, there are days where I struggle more in which um, on my to-do list for the day, I guess, I transcribe fewer things. Um, you know, there are some days where I just keep, leave it completely blank because I, you know, I'm, I know I'm not going to be able to do anything or, you know what, let me just try to do this one thing wow. and being okay with that and learning to be happy about that. And how's that learning going? Are you getting better at that? Or, you know, are you quite comfortable now? Or do you still feel that you struggle sometimes? I still struggle sometimes. Like, I, the, the, the biggest struggle is that I feel like I've wasted that day away. Uh -huh. But at this, and then I feel guilty about wasting that day away. But I try to tell myself that, you know what? My body needs it. And I can do more when I have a good day. So that helps, um, but it still, it, it still happens. I mean, again, I mean, I've been dealing with this for, you know, it's 2022 since 2005. So, you know, I got into marketing, so I don't have to do math. Um, it, <laughs> quite a few years now, um, I think 17 years now. So, um, I, again, I'm very fortunate. Um, what I have for fibromyalgia isn't severe. My flare-ups aren't totally debilitating um it there are days where i do struggle to get out of bed but i can power through and get out of bed um but i know for some people that even that is not possible for for bad days <laughs> yeah do you uh spend some time periodically to look back at your notes and really you know give yourself credit for what you have accomplished yeah um, especially when, especially when things get really chaotic and, you know, you kind of have to look, kind of have to take, take a pause and take stock. And I found that that helps. So seeing those check marks that I have been able to complete, especially if it's been a week where I've really struggled with flare ups mm -hmm. and saying, you know what? despite these flare-ups and despite the pain, I got a few things done. That's pretty cool too. 
I know you mentioned offline about uh, the ADHD brain as well. Again, very you know, m- a minor case. I, I don't, I'm not I'm not so bad that I can't focus on any one thing at in four 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 five seconds at a time. But at the same time, I I am cognizant of the fact that it is there, and that goes to the forgetfulness aspect. Um, and it's something that I didn't realize was part of. I just you know I'm just I'm just scatterbrained, right? Um, I'm just forgetful. But I never really thought about, you know, how am I, how am I going to mitigate this? (laughs) And um, so having the repository has helped a lot. I still forget things um, and I still get distracted. And sometimes I'll, you know, I will take a look at my list of things that I want to do, turn one way end up doing something else and completely forgot even that one thing that I just looked at. Mm-hmm. Right. So there is that, um, part of, uh, people who have ADD, ADHD as well is also as much as we are, we can, you know, a, a big part of the misconception of ADD and ADHD is that we can't sit still for five seconds, but at the same time, part of ADD and ADHD is that there are times when you can get when you end up being so being hyper focused okay. as well, and so I you you end up um, going down rabbit holes. YouTube is horrible for that, um, and so there there are days where you know I just want to do these few things, and then something that uh, you know somebody sends me a link to YouTube. And there goes another two or three hours. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that does happen as well. But again, with the digital, the the e-ink tablet that I have, the reason, one of the reasons why I chose an e-ink tablet is because while you can go on YouTube with it, you really don't want to watch YouTube on it. So all of those distractions are eliminated. Right. It's taken away from you. So. Um, it's essentially a digital notebook. And so when I'm using it, if I'm writing down notes, um, you know, preparing for, say, for example, a podcast interview, Uh then I end up, my focus ends up being on that as opposed to being distracted by, you know, 5,000 different other things. So you mentioned that you've done some other tactics in the past that didn't necessarily work as well as you'd like. I know you mentioned the inbox zero. Was there anything else that that uh, you tried and ditched, so to speak? There is a process by a gentleman, I believe his name is uh, J.B. Glossinger, uh, called The Sacred Six. Uh-huh. And I read his book, and I tried his system for for a while. And the basis of that is that at any point in time, you we really can't be focused on more than six projects at a time. I did use uh, Pomodoro for a little while. Um, and my, why that didn't work for me was I was on Zoom calls quite a bit. Um, and because of that, you can't really, you have to remember to set, to start the timer and then end the timer, and then start the timer again, and then end the timer. And it just, when you're getting calls interrupted throughout the day, 
that ends up not really working. If you were writing a book, I think that that would be excellent because Perfect. you would write for whatever, like 20 minutes or half an hour, or what have you, take that five-minute break, 10-minute break, you know, go back to it. And it, something like that, I think you can use Pomodoro for. But when you're getting interrupted all the time, it just didn't work for me. Um, I tried bullet journaling and I that didn't work for me because... I ended up spending more time trying to set up the bullet journal than it, I was using it. And then again, we're talking about that physical notebook. And this is when I was had multiple notebooks, mm -hmm. in which case I had my bullet journal in the one notebook that I might not be carrying with me if I'm at Ikea. Mm -hmm. And in which case... You, I end up not really using the notebook anymore. And so the bullet journaling didn't really work for me. So those are the main ones that I tried. Oh, I, I also, tr I, I tried using, I was on Trello, I was using Trello for a while. I uh, used trying the Kanban method and that worked for a while until I stopped logging in because, you know, I forget to do things. Um, I tried doing it physically and then I have, I had a wall full of post-it notes that I subsequently started looking past and forgetting that those post-it notes were there. So mm -hmm. I needed something that I was going to be actively using as opposed to having it there and it's, and it's there. So, which is why I can't really use the Google calendar where I have my schedule set up and just use that as my day-to-day -day, let me go look at that and figure out my day because I will stop looking at it whereas if I look at if I make a if I make a conscious decision in the morning okay this is going to be a part of my routine I look at it yes but I'm not only am I looking at it I'm transcribing it I'm writing it down I'm reading it once I'm writing it down so I've typed it in I've read it I've written I've written it down so that's already three repetitions. And so it's, and then, so there might be another repetition in there for me when I go and review it again in a couple of hours. Oh, what's next on my list? And mm -hmm. so I'll be looking at it again. So, you know, throughout the day, I'm looking at that trans, I'm going through that process maybe six, seven, eight times a day. So does your, do your uh, daily meetings then show up in your eating tablet as well? Or are you still I looking at Google? Okay, so I you... can, but it's not a very that process because it's yeah that process isn't very good. It can be done, but it's not done very well. So I prefer and and also because if it's already automatically on there, I run the risk again of just completely ignoring it after a while. Mm -hmm. So I make it a point that I have to transcribe it, and yeah. So it's really like setting up your day for success. The um, the appointments are in the system of record, which is your Google calendar, but you're yeah. bringing them front to mind by putting them in your e-ink tablet and then going about your day based on the tablet. Right. Okay. Right. Can that get you those uh, repetitions that you mentioned of the yeah. number of times that you see or interact with it in order to commit it to memory? Yeah. And also it's, it's about simplification. Um, <laughs> For me, I, I what I've learned about me is that if it's going to be if it's going to be uh, complicated, I'm not going to use it. 
I mm-hmm. tried using, I tried, uh, I tried starting, um, tried different, I've tried using habit trackers for a while. Yeah, that doesn't take because it, it just, it's just too much trouble for me for something that, you know what, if get up and stretch, you know what, it just get up and stretch as opposed to, oh, let me see at my habit tracker if I've been stretching lately. It, it, it just doesn't, it never really worked for me. Um, but, uh, so, so I just got rid of that and I said, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to make it a point where when I am taking my breaks, I get up, I do maybe, you know, five minutes of stretching, get some oxygen back in and move on. Just being mindful of what, what's important to you and what you need to do. Yeah. So, and there are days where I forget and, and, and I'm okay with that. And again, it's, for me, it's, it's, it's. For me, it has ended up being more about being okay with myself and being okay with what I can do and what I can't do mm-hmm. and appreciating when I can, like appreciating when I can do things. And so number one, I've ended up becoming between my diagnosis, my, my fibromyalgia diagnosis and now um, I've gotten a lot more productive again which is a huge win for me Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time so and because I understand that like look you're being a lot more productive than you have been in the past well now 15 17 years Um, so be okay with that and stop feeling guilty about it and there are things that you aren't going to get done well most of nine times out of 10, there are no fires in marketing. It can be done tomorrow. Yeah, I think I think uh, people respect generally clear communication, honesty. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like you're acting with intention. So yeah. instead of trying to set the bar too high and being stressed and, and maybe failing and, and not uh, meeting commitments to customers, you're intentionally setting out the expectations and clearly communicating it. And, uh, yeah, I, I believe that as a customer myself, I would be totally okay with that. So, uh, do you have tactics that you use for longer term thinking, uh, goal setting, that sort of thing? And if so, how do you make sure that what you're doing on a daily or weekly basis is moving those goals forward? Let's say, um, I want to do a website rebranding and I know that that's a longer term goal and that part is okay. So I don't need to write that long-term goal down. And for me, looking at it too far out is, doesn't really help me. So kind of taking a page out of that sacred six process, it is just that very short-term goal turning that short-term goal into items that I put into my repository. Uh-huh. So I'm always doing something that is working towards it, but not stressing myself out that it needs to get done. You know, oh, this needs to happen in two months. This needs to happen in three months. Um it's fuzzy. I want to get. I want to get to it by, you know, say six months. Okay. Well, 
here are the here's my steps, and so I can just say, okay, here's the first step, here's the next step, here's the step after that, uh-huh. and then just tackling those items, one nice big goal, and then here's the breakdown of all the things that need to happen for that to happen. Okay, these are individual tasks, and I'm just going to tackle them one by one. Uh-huh. Now, that being said, I have the I have the benefit and luxury of doing that because, um, you know, Coyote is my company. So the deadlines I set are the deadlines I set and it's not being set by somebody else. Mm-hmm. The process is going to be slower, but again, fibromyalgia, got to learn to take it easy. Let's not go crazy here. When you do have good days, do a few more. When you have bad days, okay, do a little bit less. Mm-hmm. As long as the clients are taken care of, and again, taking care of a client for me might be, I will respond to this tomorrow mm-hmm. or what have you. And just laying it out that way, just to at any point in time, buying myself more time and also um, relieving stress, getting my team to help out with different things so that I have less less on my on my plate getting you know bringing in other team members for certain tasks um so that again more more time and more time is taken off of my plate so anytime I can think of ways to do that I try to do it's management of 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 this thing called fibromyalgia uh-huh. It's I I don't wish it on my 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 worst enemy, um, but I'm very I count my blessings because like I said, mine is already minor. I'm a part of a few online groups uh, where they do talk about other people who have fibromyalgia, and some of those stories are horrific. They they there's there are days where they just days at a time when when they cannot get anything done. Um, and getting out of bed is, a, is, is, is that is the struggle for the day. And I have had a couple of those, but I have, I'm fortunate that it's not a regular thing for me. And, but I, I keep telling people as well, we got to celebrate the wins, even if they're small. Sometimes the biggest win of my day is getting out of bed and I have to pat myself on the back on it. And it might not be anything to you. But I got out of bed today, and I feel good about that. But that's huge. That's a, I, I love that uh, mindset. Celebrate the wind keeps us going, doesn't it? And also, if you if if you if you if you look back at those wins, and again taking stock, like we were talking about, right? Sometimes it's like, wow, I actually that's a lot that 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 happened that I have to be that I should be celebrating. Thomas, thanks so much for sharing your productivity journey with us. Uh, productivity tactics that work with fibromyalgia with a side of ADHD. Uh, <laughs> uh, happy to do it. Um, and ha- thank, thank you, thank you for having me on. Um, hopefully it helps a you know a couple people, um, or at least gives them something to think about. Um, but it's 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 a journey and uh, one that we're all on. And uh, yeah, and hopefully hopefully this has been helpful to you. So I'd like to invite you to share more specifically about who your business serves and who's, who should reach out to you and how they can do that. 
my background is in brand strategy and brand management, and my family, um, I come from a long line of small business owners. My grandparents, my parents, aunts, uncles, all with their respective small businesses. And I've spent time, I spent over 10 years with my my parents' small business. So my understanding and my clients are small business owners because I understand the lack of resources that small business owners uh, are facing. And what really has driven me is um, that small business owners are too often piecemealed information. And so that's where, that's the people that I'd like to help people who are confused, overwhelmed with their marketing strategy, with their brand strategy, you know, so that, so that small business owners can thrive as a business person. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a plumber, if you're a coach, if you're, um, if you have a restaurant or a, or a retail shop, you should be spending time, your resources, your personal resources on things that are making you money. If you're finding that you're spending more time on marketing, on branding, it's not sticking and you're, you know, again, you're confused or overwhelmed or you want some more information. Yeah. Feel free to reach out. Always happy to talk about marketing. And best way to reach out to you? Um, you know, we're on a podcast and we do also have a, a podcast, a podcast of our own. So, uh, just reach out to podcast at coyote.com. That's K O Y O T I.com. And I'm sure you'll have that in the show notes. So you sure will be there. Yeah. Thanks so much, Thomas. I really appreciate learning about your journey. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you think the show is of value and a must-listen for someone, feel free to share it with your productivity friends. And if you do, I'd be so grateful for your support. If you want to find the links, show notes, and resources, no matter what episode you're listening to, head over to chrisnixon.com slash podcast. That's C-H-R-I-S-N-I-X-O-N dot com slash podcast. If you want to connect with me on social, you can find me on Facebook at chrisnixon.com slash Facebook or LinkedIn at chrisnixon.com slash LinkedIn. Join the discussion for this episode on my LinkedIn company page, linkedin.com slash company slash chrisnixon. That's all for this episode. And remember, productivity is a continuous improvement process. Space Dust by Aerotone. Dig.ccmixter.org. This episode of the Productivity Mastery Method podcast is copyright to Chris Nixon 2022. All rights reserved.